G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist, Dr. Sean Joyce, welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day golfers. Good morning, SJ. How are Good you, Good morning, sir? everybody. How's it going today, Scotty? We yeah, got in at 18 right in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in the thick of it here. We shouldn't expect anything different in New York, so. Mate, what uh, what's the scooter index? What what when you get out of the apartment and you go, "Oh, I just can't scooter today." Do we have an index? Is I've it not like hit 10? that point. Usually if I get on it, it means I need to get where I'm going, so there's no turning back. Uh, random thought. Yep. One of our members said that they don't operate below 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. He works at a company that I'll re- will remain nameless. Ah. He works in battery based business. Okay. And he did say only two weeks ago they don't work sub twenty degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, I've had that thing out in less than twenty degrees. All right, so for that's sure. that theory. That's that. Maybe, but it sits in my apartment. It's nice and warm. So the the apartment's warm. Interesting. Yeah. And then I think once I get it going out there, it probably it warms up anyway. Creates enough heat that I've gotten away with it. Yeah. How's your week? What's happening? Good. Running around, man. We're we're busy in here. Everyone's yeah. uh really Cranky. gearing up for the the springtime and nicer weather uh so it's it's fun place has a little bit i of have buzz. not stretched my too much information everybody but i have not <laughs> stretched my hamstrings in the shower for four weeks now good has had no impact on my so my brain goes but i should do that because that's what i've Just always habit. done yeah and i haven't done it since what's that about a month yeah and i just warm up and yeah crank away at inside you know Inside path six, phase two, without even a warm up. So, yeah, mate, that's thank you. perfect. But it's just one of those things when you're in the habit of it, and it does kind of sometimes feel good to stretch. So you're like, oh well, I should keep doing that. But in some cases, it's doing you. A you know what? That's exactly right. And I want to stretch because that's what I've done for thirty years. Yeah, and it's yeah, funny. I'm like, break. no. Sean's like, don't. <laughs> News from the fairways. So it's a funny little timing golf, isn't it? Yeah. We've got no DP tour. Nope. Uh, we've got no LPGA tour and Liv's got their, you know, uh, restricted schedule. So we literally only have PGA tour and a couple of others in different, different parts of the world. Uh, PGA tour, we had, uh, Hideki Mutsuyama. Uh, God, I love him. He went absolutely nuts on the back nine. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I had fun watching it. Um, we had the front nine. Luke List was going crazy, making birdies. He fell off. On the back nine, but then Hideki just took over. It was it was sweet. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I, I obviously we got to talk about uh, the elephant in the room being the whole Genesis Tiger uh, Sunday Red. Yeah, yeah. And here's a guy who was the naming right uh, individual sponsor with Genesis, mm-hmm. shoots even par, and was interviewed okay, and then pulls out because of back spasm, because of pneumonia, because you know. I think I'm it's just, a- influenza influenza um i don't know 
Who I knows? think we just need some new heroes. Yeah, involved. we need some new heroes. And Hideki was just superb. I just yeah. did a quick bit of math last night in in prep. So I totaled the top 23 players. They mm -hmm. all shot two under average. Okay. And then Hideki. On each day? No, no, just the last just day. Last just day. the last okay. day. And then he's come in at nine under. <laughs> which ballistic. I, I, I just, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think the PGA Tour have softened the courses to improve the scores, right? To compete okay. with Liv saying our golfers are better because yeah. they're shooting lower. Yeah. I, as a golf nut, want them to be like on Sunday where everyone's having roughly one or two under yeah. average. Hideki goes, no, slam down nine under. I'll take it and run things very yeah. much. It I was, love that. That's what was, I want to watch golf It for. was fun to watch because uh, the final group, Shoffling Cantley, just couldn't get it going all yeah. day. And not much happening which there. Which is golf, right? Yeah. Some yeah. days you just can't get it yeah. going. And which is fine. But then Hideki was like, oh, I got some fireworks for you guys. Oh, I just love he that. He just lit it up. He just know? lit He's it up. He's hitting those shots where like, you just love to see it happen. Where yeah. you look at him, you're like, that's that's a pro golfer. Yeah. it was, And that's what I love watching golf for. So I usually watch, because I'm usually teaching all day Sunday. I mean, it's, it's on. We've got two TVs here. But mm -hmm. I usually watch it more closely on a Monday morning. And... That's why I love watching golf. You've got this guy who's like, no, everyone's kind of faltering, even par one under, and then mm -hmm. he just lays it down. Yeah. That's so awesome. Just says, I'm feeling it today. And there's a really nice moment after he won and the ceremony, his caddy sat down on the putting green where on the putting green at, um, at the golf course, you can watch uh, 18 coming up and you can watch 10 hit off. That's mm -hmm. where a really good spectator. Yeah, yeah. And he just sat there and it was, I believe it wasn't scripted, and they just had the camera on him. And I think it was just a bit of an aha moment of, wow, that was intense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful course too. I, I like watching that tournament just because I think the course is so yeah, awesome. Yeah. We'll have to get out Have there. you ever played there? I've never, I've hardly been to LA. I've been to LA for Rosie's, uh, the boss's uh, hen's night uh, for two days. That's all. I've, I haven't been to LA. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I thought maybe you'd played it, but no. there was a, we were talking last week about more mic'd up moments. Um, and on Saturday I was watching and they had Mackenzie Hughes mic'd up for a hole. He was on the par three, I think on the back nine. Um, and it was just quite interesting, you know, just to see him actually in the middle of his round, just walking down the fairway, talking about, you know, the state of golf a little bit. And he's, you know, like we've been talking a little disappointed in where it's at and so many changes. He said that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty honest about things, which I, I thought was interesting. And then he started talking a lot too about just the type of grass they have there, the Kikuya, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, and so and he he had actually I think two or three times in this tournament chipped in. Yeah, I think he was. You can get a lot of scrambling. spin off Kaikuya. Yeah, so he was talking about you know his technique and the different grass how it really suits it, and I think that hole or the next hole he got up to his ball he had just missed the green he chips in. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. But I was thinking about it, and we talk a lot about bounces and wedges, and when you get out to the course sure. if you're actually playing, you know assess the grass first. But um, did you find? A type of grass or maybe a part of the world oh, where like your chipping question. was the best so let's back it up a little bit so kaikuya is a matted grass that basically grows like a if you can picture something like a scrubbing scrub for your kitchen okay the steel wool yeah yeah that's what kaikuya is so a bit of it's a bit of Not matted grass, whereas okay. cooch, Santa cooch and lots of cooch strains is a bladed, more bladed grass that has grain. Okay. So Kaikuya doesn't have grain per se. Yeah. It's basically just a thick mat. Now, the upside is that it doesn't have grain. The downside is the club gets stuck really quickly. Okay. And you can't hit chip and runs. 
So when you hit a ball into a kaikuya, it pops up. Uh-huh. When you're playing cooch, Santa Ana, which is generally in Australia, the private golf courses will generally have cooch because it's more expensive and harder to maintain. Okay. Kaikuya is generally all the public golf courses. So, but obviously at Riviera, that's that's not the case. Yeah. Um, so cooch, you can't play chip and runs. You've got to fly everything. But as the club hits the ball and the and the and the um kai, uh, kaikuya, it generates a lot of spin. So you can hit these wicked little spinny shots out of okay. it. Okay. So you've got to approach it really differently. Yeah. So would you ever playing tournaments based on the grass change your technique? Absolutely, you have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And even more so f- well, definitely for the US, northern guys can't chip down south. So most people who go down south with cooch and the way it has has grain and grain ladies and gentlemen is basically how the blade of the the grass shapes to the sun yeah um if you've never played in grainy grass you don't know how to play it. you don't know how to read it yeah so uh absolutely i wouldn't say you change the bounce per se although you probably could it you change ball position so if you think where your sternum is where your nose and chin are yep if you're playing Kaikuya, the club gets stuck and you can't play that bump and run because the ball pops up. Yeah. So getting back to impact, in Kaikuya, you can't really have too much ball in front of sternum to hit the ground first unless yeah. you really want to play that flipper. Okay. Uh, so for a golf professional, Kaikuya is super easy. You can play spin shots out of anything. you just play kind of ball first? No, you'd go the other way. You can play ground first and play like a bunker shot everywhere okay. and it just stops dead. But you've really got to know how to play that. It's easy. You've just got to know how to do it. So getting back to Victor Hovland, he's Mm -hmm. created that spin shot. And that's basically a a heavy kaiku. You can play that off kaiku. Because the ball sits up in kaiku. So sometimes the ball might sit down in cooch or Mm -hmm. on tour events. Kaiku, it always sits up. So you can always just hit this nutty little spinner. You can get under it. And maybe, actually, that's an interesting point you said. Maybe they chip in more because you can get so much leverage on the golf yeah. ball. But you got to be very risky. Yeah. Okay. So you just have to know what you're you working on. You just have with. to know what you're working on. And I, I wonder, you know, you think sometimes, in, at least in PGA, they kind of have swings where they're out in the, in the West Coast in California, then they're down in Texas, then they're down in Florida, they're in different parts of the season. And I'm sure there's certain places, certain types of grass where players are just a bit more suited to. Or, or so, yeah, I've, I've played down in uh, down in Austin and ACC is very coochie, right? Very grainy. Okay. And if you're hitting into the grain, which means the blade is against the direction of the club, yeah, uh, you've really got to know that. And so you can flub a lot of chip shots, not from poor technique, but poor understanding of how the grass yeah. uh, interacts with the club. Get back to last week at Riviera, and I, I didn't know it was Kaiku, to be honest, yeah. um, which I kind of – I grew up in a in a beautiful golf course. Shout out Paddo's uh, at Avondale, which is Santa Ana Cooch. Just mm-hmm. amazing. But in winter, it lays dormant, so it actually goes poo browns. <laughs> um, whereas Kaiku is a, a, a blade that's always hyperescent green. And so Kaiku, again – Back to Australia, it just means the public courses who don't have the revenue in their greenskeeping budget, they don't have to look after it as much. They don't have to water it as much. It's Mm -hmm. a bit more resilient under stress. Okay. Uh, And the ball sits up, so you can chip off it all day long. Yeah, quite interesting. Did you have some, you know, I guess grass training in PGA when you're you're coming through? No, so this is a bad. This is a bizarre thing. I was down, so I flew, I can picture it. I flew in to the US for the first time in, I think, 2004 
and I was coming to play tour school. And I went into Orange County National where yeah. I ended up working with with Sean Foley. Sean O, shout out. We spoke just before the PGA show. Just a, a beautiful dude, good guy. And I remember going to Orange County National, which we'll get to. Mm -hmm. if you, it's the practice circumference at Orange County National for memory was three miles. Oh my this gosh. thing was humongous. That's amazing. And it had Santa Ana cooch, but then it had parts of, of different types of uh, Florida grass. That's cool. Which I'd never seen. I yeah. remember stubbing chips thinking, like, whoa, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. But once you get used to how that grass lays yeah. and looking in the hole, you can see where the grain yeah, of the of green. green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once you get it, you get it. So getting back to Florida, if you've got a grass, if you just look at a circle on a green, yeah. if you're about 30 yards up and you're walking up to a green, try and look in the direction of the fairway. Mm -hmm. And then if you've got time, quickly bolt and look 90 degrees at the green yeah. and you'll see a different color. Yeah. And then once you get, and it'll take you just a second, but once you get the understanding of how the colors change in grain, yeah. chipping super easy. So if I'm chipping down grain, yep. right? Then I've got to let that ball run out. So to your to answer your question, uh, and a in a long-winded way, as sometimes <laughs> I do. That's all right. The first couple of years I was in the US coming from Australia, uh -huh. we didn't have that grainy grass. Up far north Queensland, we did, but I didn't play a ton up in big events up there. You'd had to chip a shot. And if you were down grain, yeah. i.e. the blade is running away from you, mm -hmm. the ball would literally roll out eight yeah. feet past. Yeah. And then vice versa, if I'm chipping into the grain, it would stop dead. Yeah. And did I get any training? No, you just figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You'd hit a chip shot and you'd be like, oh, that's money. And then you'd be eight foot past and like, whoa. Like, whoa, that was weird. Yeah, oh, quite interesting. So, so a little bit of trial by fire. Trial by yeah, fire. I don't know. Um, anyway, someone who's from a, like Keegan Bradley, anyone who's from Northeast to a player, mm -hmm. they're going to take just a little bit of time getting used to down south. Yeah. Because that grain is huge. Yeah, totally huge. different experience. It was at um, Streamsong. Very grainy. Very grainy. Very okay. grainy, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I think on tour, when you're watching on TV, you can often see, you know, certain camera angles, the greens and a darker spot over here, 100%. lighter there, more shiny, 100%. you know, like the grain is, is even visible on TV. So if you're not quite sure how this moves and it basically, I think anywhere south of like Virginia, so we're just north of Virginia, anywhere south of Virginia, North Carolina is going to yeah. have more grain. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, obviously it's, it's crazy. So if I look at my coffee mucker here, and I've got half raggledy and half shiny. Yeah. The raggledy side is the way the grain is facing. Yeah. So if I'm 50 yards in front of my coffee mug and mm -hmm. the raggledy edge is towards me, yeah. that means the grain's running towards me. Yeah, gotcha. So as I look at the grain and the green, it's mm -hmm. going to be really dark. But if I was to walk on the backside of the coffee mug, yeah. that would be super shiny. Yeah, and yeah. Very light in color. Do you see the backside of the grass? Yeah. The more reflection. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Try and work backwards, guys. If you're not sure on what how to read grain, go up to the hole first. Find the raggedy. It's usually about a quarter of a, a circumference, and that will be the way the grain is lying. Mm -hmm. And then take ten steps back and just look at the green. Yeah. The grass will always be a light green towards the direction of the grain yep. meaning the way the ball will roll out yeah yeah the ball always rolls further down grain because the blade is lying down mm -hmm. of the grass yeah makes sense makes sense yeah so yeah so kaikuya is less grainy but it's really catchy yeah it, I, I, it's shit i don't like chipping out of kaikuya <laughs> okay. because it's so as a guy who brought up playing 
chip and runs, I can't play chip and runs. Yeah. So I've got to fly you everything. Change your game a little bit. So I'm not I'm not a I'm not a spinny chipper. Mm-hmm. Maddie Anderson, I haven't seen Maddie in 20 years. Maddie was on he was on uh, NGA Hooters tour with us, and he was also in uh, on Nationwide. Maddie was a Maddie and uh, Matt Anderson and um, Bull Cameron Smith. Those guys won the NCAA up at Minnesota when mm-hmm. I first got to the US. So they would have won the NCAA in like wikis don't quote me like 06, 07. Okay, yeah. Matt Anderson still he's up there with Tiger. He is one of the best short games I've ever seen. But he was flippy. Yeah. He used to wrist everything. Oh my! He'd spin it like I've never seen. <laughs> so he would love Kaikuya. Yeah, yeah uh, that makes sense. Whereas to me, I like playing bump and runs. Okay. So just you know, just so preference. So yeah. getting back on that. So if I was playing back on tour, I would actually plan my tournament schedule around yeah. grasses like that. I yeah. wouldn't be comfortable Once that on a review and where you're gonna yeah, best chance of playing well. But I'll go play in British Open all day long, all day. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite interesting and you wonder now i mean if, if you think that way i'm sure there's a lot of players too who will pick and choose tournaments for many reasons but that's definitely a big thing to consider yeah i've got a chipping video of xander shuffley that i've been working on my spinny shot just mm-hmm. again at the institute of sport back home we weren't allowed to play that spinny well it was not encouraged to play yeah. that spinny wristy shot yeah yeah and i i teach that way i believe in that a thousand percent but it's nice to be able to play that. And I've got a video of Xander shuffling in his backyard hitting this spinny shot okay. from about 20 yards. Yeah. He's back in the ball. Pulling up. it back. And yeah. I'm like, damn. It's amazing. off synthetic grass. Yeah, yeah. But it's still insane. Yeah. So uh, so I would plan my way around, yeah, off non-Kaikuya. Yeah. Oh, that makes a bit of sense. British Open. Um, We're going to get think... to Ireland too, dude. Yeah. Because Ireland, all you can hit an eight iron from 150 yards. Really? I love that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's like we were talking about when we unfortunately missed out on the Pebble Beach last round of the pro am. But yeah, you want to see some crazy shots into the wind. On so that's Kaikuya that sort of deal. Pebbles yeah. Kaikuya. Okay, interesting. Yeah. 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 So different. I mean, in those tournaments are back to back. I know players is coming up in just a few weeks. Yeah, it's so three p- weeks of the players. So players, I'm not sure what grass. I would have thought being a little more. Uh, blue monster i would have thought that's probably kaikuya too to be honest yeah. anyway we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see and then will Zal- zalatoris what an a- yeah you know getting getting back to the tiger all for 10 seconds we got to move on like it, it's old news will zalatoris here's a guy who's had back surgery yep. young i don't think it's widely known but he lost a family member on thursday he then comes second has a hole in one yeah. on the friday yeah and then breaks down on Sunday night when they ask him about it. Now, to me, that's a story. Yeah. Like, move on from Tiger. It's full of bullshit. Let, let's find focus on the Will Zalatoris. Yeah, and, he's and been through a lot. He's been through a lot. It was awesome to see him out there playing well. I like watching him play because he moves the ball a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, left to right, right to left. And uh, you got a couple funny mic'd up moments too. I mean, Where I he hit, it in, he the hit bunker. One in the bunker. And yeah. He's like, every time. Every goddamn you know? time. Yeah. So, but it, like you said, great story. I mean, he, he's if he stays healthy, he'll be around playing golf a long time. What is he, 20? He's young. Yeah. yeah. So, and then Jordan, do you, do you actually, I don't know what happened there. I'm putting you on the spot. So he signed an incorrect card or something. Yeah, think. yeah. Apparently he just didn't match up numbers and so he's disqualified. So, how we do it, I'm, again, not sure if guys know. We've got a scorecard and then you've got literally just a normal scorecard. And then if here's our book and then you've got a perforated bottom. And so you write your number yeah. and you're sc- I'm scoring you yeah. and I write my number and then you just take off the perforated 
Okay. And then you give me your card and then you match what you have to what, how you scored yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look into it, but obviously he got DQ'd for doing yeah, something wrong. Yeah, I think it's just an honest mistake. Yeah. Just uh, probably one number off, something like that. Now, there's a guy who's got some really good hands. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would imagine Jordan loves his Kaikuya. Yeah. Right? And getting back to the pitch shot he played at the Masters on 13, if you remember, he dunked it in the water on 12 when he was leading about seven years ago. Okay, yeah. And then yep. he made like 11 or whatever he did. Yeah. As you walk off 13T, everyone's walking up the 13th green. So now the grass is laying towards the direction of the 13th. Mm -hmm. But if you remember, Jordan's pitching to the 12th green into the grain and he flubbed yeah. it twice. Okay. That's because you're playing into the grain yeah. of the grass. Yeah, yeah. So Augusta's very grainy in that in that way. Not by virtue of the grass itself, uh -huh. but by trod being trodden on. Okay. And just, right? Yeah. Yeah. Being walked all over. Interesting. Yeah. It's a lot to consider. You lot know, to your consider. technique as well as how far the ball's gonna roll out, how far you gotta fly it. So Getting back to, you know, processes, and this is why I know swing's a little different to a lot of the other uh, performance centers. We talk about this. So anytime you have a practice swing, make sure you've got a high bounce club. If you feel that grass grab, mm -hmm. whether it's a kaiku or a grain, or whether it's you're walking off ferry point where we play, always yeah. the back of ferry point one is always trodden as everyone walks to the second green. Yeah. If you're having a practice swing and you feel that, move the ball back. Okay. Move it to the right-hand side of your back ankle and you'll take the grain out of play. Yeah. Now you'll deal off the club mm -hmm. and you'll have the face a little open, but, you know, take, yeah. take it Yeah, and that's, like we said, the whole point talking about this is how do people take this to the course? Yeah. Um, like you said, get out there and hit some chips and, and really assess where you're at. When are we playing next, SJ? We got to figure that out. This is a big issue right now. I mean, now. it was 20 degrees in the car today. Wind was, I mean, it was, yeah. it was cold. Too cold now. But I think there's, uh, in March, there's a couple 60 degree days What does on the groundhog do? Do we, huh? do we believe in the groundhog day? I don't know. I don't I know. I think the hog came out. I think the groundhog stayed out, which means that it's going to be 80 degrees next week. Oh, really? Oh, then we're playing golf next <laughs> yeah, week? We're playing golf next week. <laughs> You're working on, right uh, in the swing this week, mate. Um, I've been working a lot on thoracic mobility lately. So um, how I've got have you the done same. That? And then how are you taking it to your swing? Yeah, so it's something I, when I'm working on it, it's usually something I'm doing random points throughout the day. So not really tied to when I'm actually working out in the gym. Okay. I may wake up this morning, do, do a couple thoracic uh, mobility exercises before I get on the scooter head this way. Um, I'll do a couple in between clients later, end of day, probably a couple more. Now, things. I know you do them on the floor here. Do you do mm -hmm. them on the floor in your apartment? Yeah, I just yep. do it like I get my feet up against the couch. I have just a specific way that I know for me yeah. in tax where mobility is restricted. Um, and I've just been working on that for weeks now. And now how's it feeling on the on the, the important stuff? Yeah, so the big thing Scotty's had me working on is I like to get flat and turn with the face. Flat meaning the open. angle of Sean's shoulders. Yeah, so on my backswing, I'll turn like parallel to the floor more so than I would steep where there's the angle. Which is um, interesting because Will Zalatoris this week said, he, one of our members SMS me and mm -hmm. said, dude, everyone's talking about how you teach. It's a super steep angle of your shoulders yeah. because you're thoracically yeah, yeah. rotating. And so I know physiologically why my tendency was to go the other way because I'm really tight and compressed on the right side of my thoracic spine. So I've been working on opening that up. Um, so now my backswing feels much less manufactured and full of effort before. I was like, I can feel where I'm tight. I've got to push through it to get the swing to look right. 
Um, now it's starting to happen a lot easier. Very cool. Um, and then I find too much easier than to trade those bends in the downswing and and coming more inside consistently. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. Like I feel for the first time in a while now that I've had time to dedicate to this, I, I feel much more limber. Yeah, still a ways to go. But. Do you think working on patience influences that, or do you think this is years of injuries and? I think a lot of the real stiffness is due to years of kind of injuries, cementing some bad postural habits, and then just enough time for it to get really stiff and tight. So yeah. in my case, I know my back's been tight for probably a couple decades. Yeah. Um, and unpacking that takes a while. So yeah, sure. to me, I, I understand, okay, this is going to be something if I dedicate a few months to this and every day, just chip away at it. Three months time when springtime's rolling around i'm gonna feel completely different sure sure so my idea is like little bits here and there instead of you know once a week i spend an hour just on that and then i do nothing for the rest of the week and then do it again it's every little moment i have to work on it i'll just jump on the ground stretch it out sure yeah and chip away at it so yeah. that feels good i'm looking forward to getting back out there oh again. we can't wait to play i mean this is something i wanted to circle back on we we talked about last week i feel saturated with the pga tour we, why is New York so uh, volatile in March with golf? Because we've been starved for four months. And yeah. that's what I think the PGA Tour, we don't want to harp on this too much, but I've been thinking about the statement, you know, I talked about last week was, I think we should take away from the customer a bit of PGA Tour on TV so yeah. we can create some excitement. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, well, what would be a solution? Just quickly, I thought, well, why wouldn't we get back to how we used to do it, which was PGA Tour from a month before the Masters mm -hmm. till November, yep. players. March or, to November, um, just like FedEx a season. Cup, season. Yeah. Then have the Corn Ferry guys take over from November, December, January, February, March. Give them five months where they're only on TV. Yeah. Now, it all comes down to naming rights sponsors and how mm -hmm. this works, and I think a lot of golfers aren't quite sure. Someone like Windex. Windex says, right, I want to improve our brand and customer acquisition, so I'm going to dump five million. I don't know what the minimum is. I think it's about five million. Mm -hmm. So Windex say, well, they are PGA Tour. There's five million cash. Yeah. Then the juggernaut goes into overdrive and they create the Windex yeah. Open. Yeah, yeah. Windex will want Will Zalatoris and Hideki and, and you know, uh, yeah. Rory. Big so, names. Yeah. Big names. So it would have to be a conversation with the PGA Tour for lesser brands like a swing who goes, well, I can't justify five million, but gee, I might be able to justify a million mm -hmm. and will create some buzz Maybe we won't get the eyeballs on TV like a Rory will, but it's also not costing me five million bucks. Yeah, yeah. So the conversation, let's let's actually grow the game and give these corn fairy guys who are still amazing golfers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Harrison, our mate who just got his PGA tour card, shout out to Harry and, and Pados and the whole team there. Harry just busted his ass on on corn ferry for mm. you know several years yeah shooting 20 under i mean the yeah. guys are amazing it's crazy let's give them more tv yeah. let's give them more money and there's a lot of good stories there there's too. a lot of great stories um, like we're talking about you know getting away from some of the old stories we've seen over and over again there's yeah. a lot of really good ones and i think you grow a lot of respect for those golfers who i mean sometimes it's just timing that holds them back from breaking through to hundred percent whatever it is but some of them are through the trenches i've Seen, heard stories about guys sleeping in their cars yeah you know getting into hey, a tournament the that. night before flying overnight getting there and not yeah. even having their clubs that yeah. kind of stuff like the guys are really grinding it out you know it's not all just roses and it's not 
on the PGA. Again, so we, we could actually make the customer experience to ignite PGA Tour by taking a little bit away from it. Yeah. I mean, why is the Masters so brilliant? It's because we haven't had a major since, well, usually since about August. It's now changed. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's, that was, I just wanted to circle back on that. I think, yeah. I think we should take away from, I don't want to see PGA Tour every week. It's so boring. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it just becomes saturated. A bit, yeah, yeah, saturated. And then less exciting when it's on again. It, yeah. Um, especially some of those lesser tournaments. Um, it's just not quite the same. Yeah, give these young guys, give the young yeah. uh, give the young up and coming a, a chance to shine. Yeah, and the viewership's there. I mean, yesterday was President's Day in the city. Midtown is dead empty. Yeah. But in here was buzzing. Yeah. Everyone's in here hitting golf balls. So, I mean, people are excited for it. And I know every week in here, every year in here, Masters Week is like the most energy in this this yeah. office we see like all yeah, year. Yeah, it's and awesome. Everyone's excited for it. So I think, you know, like we said, we're not making who, decisions. Who, but Give uh, me a prediction. Who who are you liking? For, I mean, Hideki. Yeah, I mean, he's done it once before. He um, was interviewed and they said, how did you hit the ball? And he said, I didn't hit the ball great yesterday. Yeah. Oh, this afternoon. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you've just shot nine under. And yeah, actually, I don't know the lady's everybody. name, but she said, you just shot nine under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tough to say. So, Masters, we're going to have some of the live guys back, which is always interesting. Kepka's been super quiet. Yep. Yeah. Haven't heard much from him. Um, you know, someone like Dustin Johnson just a freak. could come out and really be in the mix. Um, or, like, what about is Bryson DeChambeau going to be in the Masters? That's a great question. No, he won't be. Suppose not, huh? So, it's a Masters is a smaller field. Generally, the, yeah. any opens 144. Uh, top top um, sixty plus ties make the cut. Masters is eighty five thereabouts. Depends on year to year with invites. Yeah. Uh, so there's one of the most prolific golfers, major winner, mm -hmm. who's not going to be playing. Yeah. I don't believe unless yeah. he gets an invite. And this is where the monopoly takes over. So the men of the Masters uh, can obviously invite. I would have thought they invited. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think so then that's unfair to someone like uh, Harrison Endicott who might be just playing just as well, yeah. but who doesn't get an invite. So that's where it gets a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a bit tricky. It's a bit tricky. Yeah, the fairness there when people can just make decisions. I'd like to, to see invite. Harry play the Masters or yeah. a Will a, uh, so Will Zalatoris probably wouldn't make the Masters. Yeah. Although he won last year, so I don't know. That doesn't give him a Masters exemption. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's all a little gray because there's only one or two people controlling it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Players hey, well. should own their own tour. Yeah. I think. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, that probably does it for this week. Yeah. Um, some great talking about things. And again, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. Um, keep telling people about it. And um, yeah, we'll be back in next week talking more golf. And we're going to get playing. So look, beauty golfers, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game. You can absolutely own your swing. So keep swinging. Keep moving. Keep moving that T-spine. Yeah, keep training. And I'll keep turning on my hammies. Yeah, sounds good. Deal. <laughs>